Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today's September 25th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block and we're going to continue in the book of Galatians. It's interesting, Paul is writing to the Galatians probably between his second and third mission. He has been there, he has taught the people, and now he is hearing of apostasy that's happening among the Galatians. He's hearing about these Judaizers who are wanting to believe in Christ or professing to believe in Christ, but still are saying that they're saved by the law of Moses. And these people are kind of spreading that lie and spreading that deception. And so many people, so many of the saints are believing that and they're falling away. And here, right off the bat to start, Paul is going to talk about that and talk about how sad he is of this mass deception among the Galatians. It's interesting, usually in the epistles of Paul, he starts out by just singing the praises of the people that he's writing to or talking about how grateful he is for them. But he really jumps right into it with the Galatians and jumps right into letting them know how unfortunate it is that they are struggling so much so soon. In verse six, he says, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. I think that anyone who has served a mission or been a part of someone's conversion process who has struggled or fallen away can understand this. If you have served a mission or if you have experienced kind of a conversion process with someone and watched them struggle and watched them fall away from the church, then you understand the grief on some level that Paul was experiencing here. He had been among the Galatians. He loved them so much. He had taught them the gospel and witnessed their beautiful conversion. And now to hear of their apostasy and to hear that they are struggling and turning away from truth, he is grieved at this point. And so he writes and he just immediately jumps into this teaching and jumps right into calling to repentance to help them return fully to the faith that they once had. He says, there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Again, he's talking about these people who are insisting that, yes, Christ lived and he's a good guy and we should learn from him, but we're still saved by the law of Moses. And he's saying these people are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. What I love about the scriptures, or at least one thing that I love about the scriptures, is we get the opportunity to see that even though our society is totally different than it was 2,000 years ago, the adversary still works in very similar ways. And we still deal with a lot of the same struggles that the people here in Galatians dealt with. We still deal with people trying to pervert the gospel of Christ in our day. Several years ago, Marion G. Romney, so back in the 70s, he explained that this is still happening today. He says, We are today surrounded by circumstances not unlike those that surrounded the Galatian saints. We now, as they did then, live in a society that minimizes the importance of complying with the teachings of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are, for example, subjected to the pressures of the satanic doctrine believed by many that all roads lead to heaven. We're told there is no God. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. Others say, eat, drink, and be merry, nevertheless fear God. He will justify in committing a little sin. Yea, lie a little and take advantage of one because of his words. Dig a pit for thy neighbor. There is no harm in this. 
and do all these things, for tomorrow we die, and if it so be that we are guilty, God will beat us with a few stripes, and at last we shall be saved in the kingdom of God. We are also subjected to the pressures of those who are puffed up in the pride of their hearts, who preach false doctrine, commit whoredoms, and pervert the right ways of the Lord. These evil influences are real, and far too often they are effective. In the midst of these and countless other faith-destroying situations, we need to be frequently alerted and always on guard against their pressures. We need what Paul sought to give the Galatians, a conviction and assurance that there are not many ways to heaven, but only one way. I love what he talks about here, and it's fascinating to me that here we live in a day and age where we think it's worse than it's ever been. Yet here is Marion G. Romney in 1973, speaking of a world that sounds a lot like the one in which we live today, a world where people are trying to spread the message that it doesn't matter what we do, that God, if he loves us, will be a loving God that will turn a blind eye to our sins. That was a lie spread then, and it's a lie spread now. This idea that there are multiple ways to heaven, that all roads lead back to heaven. That's what the Judaizers were teaching the Galatians, that they needed to live the law of Moses, and that the way that they had been taught wasn't the right way. It's what Marion G. Romney saw in 1973, and it's what we see in our day and age as well. This is one of the reasons why the scriptures are so important, because the attacks of the adversary haven't changed all that much over the years. And so as we read the scriptures, we can see truth taught of how to overcome those attacks and things that we can do in our day and age to be strong and strengthened against those attacks as well. And so Paul is going to teach the saints how they can better withstand the deceptions of the day. Listen to what he's going to teach them. Starting in verse 9, he says, As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. My friends, I absolutely love what Paul is teaching here, especially this week as we prepare ourselves to hear from the prophets and the apostles at General Conference. One way that we can protect ourselves from deception is by turning to those who preach the words of Christ. Paul is saying that he doesn't preach the words of man, that he doesn't preach what's pleasing to man because all he preaches is what is being taught to him by revelation from Christ. It is not the gospel of man. They are not the words of man. And that is the beauty of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We believe in revelation. We believe in a prophet that leads and guides us, that teaches us what Christ would have us know in these latter days. This weekend, we've had a stake conference, and we had James Rasband of the 70 speaking to us. And he said something that I absolutely loved. He talked about how after he had finished with law school, he was having trouble with his eyes. So he went to an eye doctor and found out that he needed glasses. And so for the first time in his life, he was wearing glasses and all of a sudden realized that wearing glasses made everything so much clearer, 
that trees had individual leaves on them, that it just wasn't one giant green clump. And then he went on to say that the beauty of having a prophet on the earth today, but specifically President Nelson, was that President Nelson helps us see clearly through the lens of Jesus Christ, that in every doctrine that he teaches us, that in everything that he says and teaches and preaches, he preaches it through the lens of Jesus Christ, helping us understand how the Savior is central to the doctrines that we believe in. My friends, President Nelson and the apostles that serve with him, they teach the gospel of Jesus Christ by revelation of Jesus Christ. And as we enter into this week preparing for General Conference, I invite you to look for ways this weekend, look for ways as we listen to conference that President Nelson and the Twelve teach of Christ, preach of Christ, rejoice in Christ, how in all things they point us to him. And they do that because they understand what we spoke about yesterday. Like Paul said in verse four, they understand that Jesus Christ gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world. My friends, that is the purpose of the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ, to point us towards him so that we can find hope and deliverance through him. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.